You're listening to Simple Roads Radio, episode number 147, and today we're talking about adaptogens. Should you take them? Are they safe? We're answering all the questions inside this podcast. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to this podcast. As always, my name's Alexa, and this is the place to get healthy, live happy, and find more joy. Like I said, today we are breaking down adaptogens. Now, adaptogens are all the rage, and I can't believe this is actually the first podcast that I've done on them. I've been using adaptogens for a while now, years, but there are some precautions, and that's why I want to talk about adaptogens, what they are, how we can use them in health and for benefit, rather than just going to the store, knowing that adaptogens are all the thing right now, and trying to figure out what you should use and what you shouldn't. So today, hopefully, I'm going to answer all of those questions. But before we get started, we are going to talk a lot about hormones because the reason adaptogens work is because they act on your hormones. We're going to dig into all that inside the show, but hormones are a big issue, aren't they? Right? Like I think that everyone in America at some point has had hormonal problems or endocrine disruptors happening inside of our body and it's frustrating. Male or female hormonal problems are a big deal. So I've created a five-day hormonal reset. This has been out on the market for a while, and it's helped hundreds and hundreds of people, in fact, maybe even over a 1,000 at this point, of men and women regain their hormones. I bring this up because, like I said, today we're going to talk a lot about adaptogens and how they work on our hormones, but I want you to know that adaptogens are not a magic pill. We need to include adaptogens into a healthy life, which we're going to talk about inside the show That goes along with healthy eating and lifestyle practices. And if you want to know how to hormonally eat well and live well, my five-day hormonal reset is going to be a big key for you. Super cost-effective, and it has so much great information. So if you just need a little extra hormonal help, or if you want to prevent hormonal imbalance, this is a great program for you, male or female. So check that out. You can find that at simpertswellness.com backslash 147, which will be in the show notes. And all of my favorite adaptogens will be in there as well. So you can find the show notes at simpertswellness.com backslash 147. And one more thing before we get started, we are getting so close to the new mindset series that's coming out this summer here on the podcast. I am so pumped for this. Things around here are going to change a little bit, not in a bad way, but we're going to add a little bit more content for you. Um, Just short, really relatable content that you can actually do. I'm going to share all the details coming up in a podcast about this and my quest for change because I really have a heart for making this work for you. Not in this like, oh, here's all these things we should be doing. Like adaptogens could be taken that way, right? Like this is just one more thing that we think we need to add rather than looking at this as you, your unique self and what's going to work for you. So we're going to dive into that this summer. I have a new guide that's coming out for you. It's going to be super awesome and so many other resources. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. Make sure you're on my email list to get all the insider details on that series and that free guide that's coming out. But I don't want you to look at this show today as just another thing that you have to do, another stress in your life, just one more thing. But I want you to look at it in a way of, could this help me? Like, are there things in this show 
or recommendations that I give you that could benefit me. Like experiment with it. Be your own detective in this and try some stuff out and just see if it works. It's not going to work for everyone. There are some adaptogens that I've tried that just do not work for me. And in other people, they work fantastic. So you really have to know your body, listen to your body, and be willing to work around that. Not to just fight your body and just do it because you think you need to or no pain, no gain. Like all these thoughts that we have. And instead, you just need to embrace who you are, what your body needs, and let's find a way to work with that. So that's what I want you to take out of the show. Like I said, all the information that you need, products that I love that I use in my own life, and brands that I recommend can be found in the show notes at simperitswellness.com backslash 147. But for now, let's dive into adaptogens. So like I said, adaptogens are all the rage right now. But before you hit up every adaptogen, let's take a dive into if you should and what precautions you need to know before you just take these on full force. So there really is a long history with adaptogens, and they've been used in ancient Chinese medicine, of course, even in an ancient American medicine. Herbs were a really powerful source of medication long before we were developing all these prescription medications and pharmaceutical drugs. Herbs were the thing. And so adaptogens really were a huge form of medicine back in the day before pharmaceuticals came into play. And they've been well studied even recently. There's just tons and tons of information coming out about adaptogens. One specific one that I really like that kind of pulls them all together, I'll link in the show notes because it summarizes a lot of the research in a lot of different areas that we're looking at adaptogen research, like in cancer therapies and heart disease and sexual dysfunction and so many other things, including our mood and our mind. So like I said, there's countless studies that are coming out all the time, and some of these adaptogens have a lot of research backing them. Now, what's fascinating about adaptogens is that they were given that name because they do just that. They adapt to the environment and the needs of the body. That's why they're called adaptogens. It's not just this one force that you're putting in your body that becomes another thing your body has to do. But it's a mechanism, a plant, phytotherapy is what they call it, that comes in and it works with your body to provide what it needs. And if your body doesn't need it, you just excrete it. It's just not another working agent that you have to filter through. They were initially defined as substances that enhance the state of nonspecific resistant stress. With research suggesting that adaptogens not only have therapeutic effects, but in some stress-induced and stress-related disorders, they also have an impact on the quality of life of patients when implemented as the standard therapy in many chronic diseases and pathological conditions. So all of that to say is that the research is showing is that adaptogens basically help our body to de-stress on a level that doesn't involve hormones. And that's what we're going to talk about. So like I said, adaptogens adapt to the environment inside of the body. They are non-toxic plants that are marketed to help the body resist stressors of all kinds, whether physical, chemical, emotional, or even biological. Like any kind of stress that's put inside of our body, that's what adaptogens are working on. They're specifically working on the stress. Each different adaptogen, so we have a lot of different adaptogens. I mean, there are so many, but some of the main ones you've probably heard about are maca, ashwagandha, rhodiola. There's some mushrooms that also are considered adaptogens. And while each one claims to do something a little bit different, like I said, they're all working on the stress level, helping to bring you back to this homeostatic level, this middle ground. And the science is actually called phytotherapy, which is the study of plants for their healing ability. This is where we get food as medicine. And adaptogens fall into this category of phytotherapy. 
I love this quote because I think it really sums up what adaptogens do by the naturopath Edward Wallace. And he states, an adaptogen doesn't have a specific action, but it helps you respond to any influence or stressor, normalizing your physiological functions. So like I said, these adaptogens just adapt to the environment. They don't have one specific function, not like Advil that's going to go in and take away pain and inflammation, or not like vitamin C that's going to work as a vitamin. These are going in without a specific function to help respond to any stressor that's happening inside your body. So you're probably wondering, how in the world do these work? So adaptogens work because they have a balancing effect on the hypothalamic pituitary endocrine axis. That's a big word, but basically it's saying they help to balance the delicate communication between your brain and your hormones. So it's just, it's like this triangular axis between your brain adrenal axis, your brain thyroid axis, and your brain gonadal axis, which are all needed to work in perfect harmony for a healthy mood, metabolism, energy, immune system, and sex drive. Basically, every hormonal function needs this to work well. And when this is out of balance, that's when we get all these hormonal problems, mood disorders, PMS, endocrine disruptors, infertility. I mean, so many things, right? Because hormones are essentially running our show. They're the communication network of everything that's happening inside of our body. And when that gets out of place because of stress, we see a lot of dysfunction and even disease. But that's where the power of adaptogens come in because they create this equilibrium power that brings you back to the middle. They balance without adding to it. And I think that's a really critical thing to note is, again, adaptogens balance without adding to the mix. And that's different than most. When you think of taking a pharmaceutical, yes, it comes in to help balance, but it also adds to that. It has this back end molecular structure that can almost become toxic in the body, right? We can cause buildup. And that's why we have symptoms of medication. That's why we have toxicity of different things. But that's what's fascinating about adaptogens is that they really have been found to be relatively safe. Like there's not a lot of known side effects of adaptogens. We will talk about a few precautions later on, um, but they really are relatively safe, unlike other things that we are taking to do the same thing. So why do we need them? Clearly, we need adaptogens because we're stressed people. Our bodies are undergoing more stress than any other generation in the world. And it's because we live in this fast-paced society that has more toxins than ever. Like, even if you are the cleanest person in all the world, right, we're still living and breathing toxins at some level that we can't control. And we all know what happens when we're under stress. Our bodies respond by releasing cortisol into the body. And cortisol is our survival hormone. It comes in in this flight or fight response and when it handles stress, but it does so by decreasing all of their hormonal functions in the body. So when you're stressed, you have an elevated cortisol response, which also means then on the flip side, you're going to decrease your testosterone and your estrogen and your progesterone. You're also going to decrease human growth hormone and every other hormone that your body needs to really thrive, to produce energy in a positive way, to store energy in a positive way, and to release it in a positive way. When cortisol is elevated, everything else kind of slows down, including melatonin, so you don't get deep sleep. Your immune system slows down all the things because cortisol, again, is the survival hormone of the body. It's coming in to protect you, not to help you thrive. Yes, cortisol is good, but in the way our body is experiencing cortisol today, it is extremely damaging. In fact, cortisol could be linked to over 200 disease processes in the body just because of the inflammatory response alone. Like cortisol is a big deal. 
So like I said, when cortisol levels rise, you experience this fight or flight response, which stimulates the sympathetic nervous system. You're no longer able to rest and digest food, which means things like your digestive juices decrease and your blood pressure and your heart rate are going to increase. Like I mentioned, in a normal and healthy body, this response is good. It's welcomed. And in time, in a short amount of time, your body will take care of it and bring you back to a normal level. However, what we're noticing now is that people are experiencing this fight or fight response on a regular basis all throughout the day. Like people and kids even are living in a fight or flight state. And this is because of the constant state of stress, whether it's work stress or relational stress, whether it's the stress of your phone or being unable to disconnect, whether it's not sleeping enough or sleeping well enough. Maybe you have prescription medications that you're on or hormonal imbalances already. Like there are so many things coming into the picture. And we know that once we elevate stress today, it's really hard to get rid of it without these external lifestyle practices. And these people who experience fight or flight response on a regular basis many times a day with many constant stressors, they really essentially burn out their adrenal glands. And once we burn out our adrenal glands, we have so many hormonal imbalances happening that it really becomes difficult to regulate. We no longer can handle stress at the level that we used to, or that's without adaptogens, and that's the power of adaptogens. So where do adaptogens come into this picture? Well, the research shows that adaptogens have a protective effect when it comes to calming the stress response and promoting adrenal health and hormonal health. And that's the magic of adrenals, is that they don't just do one thing, but they can sense what the body needs when faced with a stress and help to balance your stress out. They're like the smart devices of the plant world. They know how to adapt and produce the chemicals that your body needs in that moment to help it to relax. So on the outside, adaptogens are a form of stress support that don't cause any strain on the body. And this is a big, 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 big thing. They don't cause any additional strain on the body. And that's what makes them different from cortisol, which is produced, again, to help you deal with stress, which on the flip side makes you age and decreases your immune system and negatively affects the brain, your sex drive, menstrual and reproductive health and skin elasticity, all the things that we talked about, right? But when you take adaptogens, your endocrine system, so your hormonal system, is freed from having to make cortisol and instead can produce the right amount of progesterone and estrogen, testosterone, and human growth hormone, all the things that we need, even if we want to talk about metabolism and get into leptin and ghrelin, right? Whenever cortisol is high, all those other hormonal functions cease. They really go down. But with adaptogens, they no longer have to. Like it takes cortisol out of the picture, at least long-term, and then cortisol can do the intended job that it was supposed to do to really protect you when you need it, not in this long-term stress state that we often find ourselves in. So basically what's gonna happen with the adaptogens taking away this load of cortisol in our body is that our entire endocrine system is gonna work better. Like it's just gonna re-jumpstart that to help you have healthy periods, fertility, sex drive, whatever endocrine problem you're facing adaptogens are going to help you. So what are some things that you need to consider? Because this is the big kicker, right? Like you're probably thinking, great, (laughs) let's all go out and take adaptogens. But let me tell you, there's a lot of adaptogens and it can be a really overwhelming thing. But here's the thing about adaptogens and what we know from the research is that each one kind of provides a different mechanism. Yes, they're all going to adapt to your body and provide some form of stress release, 
but they all work on a few different systems. So some are better maybe for anxiety than others. Some are better for sleep and calming your nervous system. Some are better for sex drive. Some are better for energy. So we need to be careful and cautious about when we're using these and how they're interacting with your body. So some things that we need to consider though before we get started is that some adaptogens are phytoestrogenic, which means that they decrease estrogen in the body which can be great, but some people don't need any less estrogen. Some people actually need more. And in some cases, they can increase testosterone production. So if you're struggling with things like fibroids or endometriosis, cyst, PCOS, you can use adaptogens for a healthy life, but make sure you do it in short courses. So one tip that I could give you is that if you have something like that and anyone in general, I believe should start with one adaptogen at a time and just kind of slowly start to incorporate them. Take some time to listen how your body's going to respond. You'll usually know right away because it's almost in some cases an instant reaction happening in the body. Not always. Sometimes they take time to build up, but you should know within a week how your body's going to respond to that specific adaptogen. If you're having adverse reactions, like I know for me, there was only one case where one adaptogen actually made me kind of jittery and I just stopped taking it and it was fine. And I moved on to something else and it worked really well. So just being cautious about these and knowing that they don't have to be a forever thing, but you can just use them intermittently to help with maybe stressful days or stressful situations. That's what I do with adaptogens. I don't take them every day. I rarely do. Sometimes I'll go in seasons where I'm just going through a more stressful time in the wintertime. Often I'll take them more regularly than in the summertime. I just seem to be less stressed in the summer as everyone. Um, But you can use them intermittently. So I'll mix them up. I will go through seasons where I'll take them a week at a time, a month at a time. And sometimes I'll just take them like in the summer intermittently, a day here, a day there. And like I said, I'm not using the same adaptogens every single day. So you just got to know what works for you. And like anything, this is not a quick fix. I think we can look at adaptogens as that quick, easy pill or powder that we can take to fix all of our problems. That's not the case. Adaptogens combined with a healthy lifestyle have so much more power than just taking adaptogens and living in your same life. Like your body has to work with the adaptogens on some level in order to see and experience true healing over time. So we just need to be aware of that is that they should be in addition to healthy living. This is just not a replacement, which you already know that. Like if you're listening to this, you know that, right? But they can definitely help. And if we can reduce that stress load just a little bit, this is what I found is once I could just reduce that stress load, get rid of the brain fog, give me a little boost of more energy, I was more apt to go out and work out. I was more likely to pick healthy foods, right? Like it just made my mind function a little bit better, enough better that I was able to make reasonable decisions. So yes, it can be a quick start, but it's not the end all be all. And really, if you're in an overly stressed state, they may not be the best starting point. I think adaptogens need to come into the picture once you've already started a journey of healthy living. I don't think it's the first step. And the reason that I say this is that it can mask what really needs to happen. So it can make you feel just good enough that it might not help change your lifestyle. So I think you need to be on a journey of already changing to understand self-care and rest and sleep and eating well before you incorporate adaptogens. So it's not this like 
big old switch that you just put back onto the adaptogens without having to change anything else. Like I don't want it to mask or become a band-aid for what really needs to change or the root of the problems. I'm not saying that can't happen and it's pretty powerful to know that adaptogens can work at that level, but I just need you to be aware that the adaptogens are not the end-all be-all. Yes, super beneficial, but not the end-all be-all and definitely not meant for everyday use. These are medicinal herbs that do have power And long-term, sure, there's been no studied adverse side effects. However, why not, when we get to a healthy place, just let our body do the job that it was designed? Like, sometimes less is best. But, like I said, they can be great things to use and to incorporate into your life. So I'm going to list off a few of my favorite adaptogens and just share kind of what they do. I'm going to give you a list of a few other ones that you could take into account. I mean, there's so many. So the first one I started with was maca powder. You've probably heard of maca powder. I've used it in smoothies. It has a little bit of a nutty flavor. So I would say things like smoothies or warm drinks are going to be your best option for that. You can also get it in a pill form. I do have maca in a pill form. For some reason, I feel like the powder is more potent and it's because it's probably pure maca. Who knows what's in the pill form with that? Like what kind of fillers? But maca, if there's anything close to a superfood, this would probably be one of the closest substances to a miracle cure for hormonal problems. So essentially, maca is like any other hormone. It just works on a more hormonal level, helping your body to adapt to life situations that might otherwise deplete your body's hormone production. So maca is really going to work at the hormonal level. We often see this used for low energy levels, low sex drive, brain fog or poor concentration, mood swings and depression, as well as PMS. Like maca is a really powerful tool. While you can use maca at any age, and in any life stage, I, like I said, I will randomly use maca throughout the week or in stressful situations or when I'm kind of feeling down in the dumps, especially when it gets closer to my menstruating time. But some other great times to use maca include when you're coming off the birth control pill. So if you're trying to get off the pill, maca can be a great source to help revive that cycle inside of you. When you're going through perimenopause or anyone really over the age of 35, it can be great for that. And right after you've had a baby and you're done breastfeeding. Those are three really great times to use maca powder. The next one is probably the second most popular, and that's ashwagandha. The research on ashwagandha shows that it helps reduce oxidative stress, which is the process that contributes to cell damage and aging. So ashwagandha is really known for its anti-aging properties and helps support a healthy stress response. There was a lot of research done on this, but like I said, there was one fascinating study that showed that in a double-blind placebo-controlled study that ashwagandha was shown to improve stress resistance and improve quality of life significantly in its participants. So not only in oxidative stress and promoting healthy stress response, it also works to improve sexual function, low libido in some women by supporting healthy testosterone. And this is another one that's really great for cancer. There's a research that showed that ashwagandha can dramatically slow down cell division in estrogen receptor positive breast cancers. So if you want to know more about this research, I'll link some of it up in the show notes. But it really is fascinating what adaptogens can do for cancer and other things. So ashwagandha, I would recommend for low libido, anxiety, and also to help prevent aging. The third one is holy basil. This is not one that I've used a ton, but I do know it is really powerful. So holy basil, it works for a healthy adrenal response. So it helps stabilize blood sugar. 
which could be considered one of the most essential things for a healthy hormonal balance is healthy blood sugar. So holy basil is specific, more specific, I should say, to insulin and stabilizing blood sugar, helping to ease symptoms like PMS, fibroids, bloating, and hormonal-related migraines. Also, holy basil can be used to help promote liver function or healthy liver function and detoxification. That is why I used holy basil was more for those properties um, and really working to detox from our body excess hormones, which is pretty fascinating. And something that a lot of us need is just the ability to help our body to get rid of these excess hormones that it's producing. So they're not floating around and turning into other hormones that we don't need. So again, holy basil would be recommended for things like stress, anxiety, blood sugar imbalance. So if you're struggling with um, highs and lows, maybe being hangry or having an inability to lose weight, it also helps support liver. So if you're a, a bad meth leader like I am, like we just don't detoxify things well in medications, this can be a great one to just help your body process things. And the last one that I'm going to talk specifically about is reishi mushroom. Now, mushroom isn't as exactly the same as the other adaptogens that come from plants. This is a fungus. Now, there are a lot of really great high-quality mushrooms out there that have major effects in the body, positive effects in the body. What's fascinating, though, is they believe that mushrooms have one of the closely knit DNAs to the human, which they were studying this because it brought up the question, is that why fungus is so hard to get rid of in the body compared to a bacterial infection? Because it's so close to what our DNA is that our body has a hard time distinguishing between it. Anyways, mushrooms can be super powerful, right? And they can also be super deadly if you get the wrong ones. There are no adaptogenic mushrooms that are deadly, but these are powerful, positive mushrooms in the body. And reishi is a powerful adaptogen that's chocked full of antioxidants. These mushrooms have been studied for their anti-tumor, anti-androgenic, anti-aging, and immune-boosting effects. And next to maca, if any other food comes as close to a superfood, it's got to be reishi. Reishi is also one of the most studied mushrooms of all time. And there are studies that are showing the massive amount of antioxidants. Also, the chemo-preventative benefits of reishi are well-studied, meaning it can help protect you from chemotherapy side effects. And when we look more at the hormonal structure, it may also help ease PCOS and acne. So if you have acne problems, this is where I would recommend reishi mushroom. Outside of those four, I mean, some other ones that I use, valerian root, I've started using more consistently. It's a mixture of valerian root and magnesium. And valerian is really known for its relaxation and not only just relaxation to help you sleep, but it helps to relax the central nervous system. So maybe if you have restless leg syndrome, if your body is kind of always on this heightened fight or flight response, valerian can just come in and help you relax. I, through my healing process with Lyme's disease, have made my body become really heightened. So my muscles are often tense, my jaw is often tense, and valerian has really helped settle my body down. Like I feel like I can take a deep breath for the first time, and I believe a lot of it was when I started using valerian. Now valerian is something that I use almost every night because it helps me to relax and sleep well. So I really do like valerian. It's great for depression and mood disorders. But like I said, just kind of calming the central nervous system and helping you reach deep sleep. A few other really common adaptogens are things like ginseng and rhodiola, both having huge effects in the body. But again, all going back to stress response, ginseng is really known for immunity, as is rhodiola. So those are all really, really, really great adaptogens that our body can use. 
Now, like I said, none of these are a magic bullet. Yes, they can all help and you will feel the effects of them. I believe that everyone can find benefit from adaptogens. I, I really do. And I say that lightly because I think we do need to be careful and cautious with them. We need to know how they respond to the body. That's why I'm not going to recommend that there is just one magic pill that you should be taking, but I think that you should dig in. Do some of your own research behind these. Like I said, I'm going to link some up in the show notes, so go over there and check them out. And make sure you're buying from a good, high-quality source. I'm going to list a few here at the end. I'll list them all over in the show notes as well. But remember, it's not a magic bullet, but anytime that we can help our body to reduce the load of stress, I think it's always favorable. Like it's always beneficial. And we need to do that because our bodies are just stressed. And there's no way in the history of anything that we've done before that can override stress in our body. I cannot help someone lose weight if they're stressed. Like it's just an impossible feat because cortisol is that powerful. Cortisol is coming in to say, I'm going to survive. I don't care how healthy I am, but I'm trying to keep my body or this body alive. You can work around it all you want, but it's not going to happen. And so instead of that, we need to look at ways. Like if you want to get healthy, we have to start looking at ways to reduce this cortisol response in the body to just lower it so our body can then bring up all the hormones into this homeostatic balance. That's what we're going for. And that's the power of adaptogens. So yes, I do recommend it. If you're on any kind of prescription medication or breastfeeding, of course, I believe you should talk to your doctor about this or your pharmacist. They will know what adaptogens are going to work well with your medication and what is not. Outside of that, I mean, it's probably always a good idea to talk to a naturopath, a chiropractor, a physician about this to make sure and just start slowly. So if you want to get started with adaptogens, pick one and start there and see how you feel. See how you can incorporate it into your life and if it helps. If it doesn't, move on to something else. And if it does, fantastic. Make it a part of kind of your toolbox where you can go back and pick from when you need to. Now, there are lots of ways to include adaptogens into your diet. Like I said, they come in powdered forms, pill forms, sometimes in teas or tinctures. So there's lots of ways that you can do it. I've used all of them. Like I'll use echinacea support for in tea bags in the winter to try and boost my immune system. I have maca powder that I'll add to smoothies. I have ginseng in a pill. So you can do lots of different things. And like I said, I'm not taking these every day, although I do know that there are people who do it. I think um, Gwyneth Paltrow takes adaptogens all throughout the day. Like she has a regimen of different ones she takes all day long and it works for her. Like that's fantastic. You can take a lot or a little. I always recommend starting out with a little and just listening to your body and allowing it to adapt and grow as your body heals. So it really is fascinating stuff. The one I use almost every day lately is valerian. And just like I said, because it has such a positive benefit on my sleep and my relaxation of my central nervous system that I really found that for some reason at some level, there was a stress in my body that was preventing me from fully relaxing. And that has been a quote unquote magic bullet for me in that. But you're going to want to play around with that. So like I said, you can add them in teas. I add them to smoothies. I've seen people add them to soups. But really the places that I'm getting them are in a warm drink, some kind of latte that I'm making or in smoothies. Otherwise, I take a pill form or sometimes like there's a tincture. So a little dropper of it as well. That's generally how I'm taking them. Again, there's tons of recipes for different kinds of adaptogenic lattes online. (laughs) So you can find out lots of those. Some of them do have taste, so you just need to be aware of that. Most of them do have taste is what I should actually say. So you just need to be aware of that, that not all of them are great in smoothies, Um, but some can be, and they can be used really well. 
Now, what's fascinating about adaptogens is that they also work together. So there are some really great adaptogenic blends online. There's a a website called Moon Juice, and they have really high quality adaptogens, and sometimes they'll mix them in. So if you have different things going on in your body, there'll be a mixture of different adaptogens. And the way that adaptogens work is that they can work alone, but when you bring them together, they can have an even more powerful effect in the body. So again, just know that once you start incorporating them together, then they're going to have even a stronger impact on the body, which can be really great, but also be very aware of that so you know how your body is going to respond to that. So some great places to get some blends would be Moon Juice. Four Sigmatic has a lot of teas and coffee alternatives that use a lot of mushroom-based, really high quality and really delicious. Then Sun Potion is another really great source of high quality adaptogens. And the last place that I get mine outside of tea is Gia which is G-A-I-A, I would say that this is the one that you're most likely to find in any kind of natural grocery store or maybe even a pharmacy is this brand. They don't just have adaptogens, but they have a lot of other herbs and nutrients where Four Sigmatic, Moon Juice, and Sun Potion are mostly just focusing on the adaptogenic herbs. So I'm going to link all those up in the show notes, but those are my top four places that I would recommend starting with adaptogens. Of course, there's a lot of other good places. Just make sure that you know what's in it and that it's a high quality source. Remember, these are not regulated necessarily. Sometimes they are, but not necessarily. And so just make sure you're getting great high quality sources of them. I have found maca powder at Trader Joe's and I do have that and, and I do like it. Um, there's also maca powder in a lot of other places as well. So some are going to be more common than others. But again, just know and do your research, check them out, find the research. And But at the end of the day, I really do encourage you to try it out and see how it's going to work for your body. Like I said, I'm a big believer in reducing stress. And if this helps reduce stress without adding to your body another thing, I mean, it's a win-win, right? Plus, the research is really outstanding. So check out adaptogens. I definitely think it can be a part of a healthy lifestyle that we should be using them and intermixing them. Plus, it's a really fun way to start to learn your body and understand how you can provide for it and work with it. I think we get so stuck on doing something all the time consistently that we miss the aspect of seasonality. And I think adaptogens are very seasonal. So it's really, really awesome. So over in the blog, I'm going to give you a few places to get started and some of my favorite adaptogens. I really encourage you to pick one and start to try it out based on what your body needs. Do you need a boost in libido? Do you need to help reach deeper sleep? Do you need more energy or brain power? Are you trying to give up coffee? Like there's adaptogens that can help you do that. It's not a magic bullet, but it is another tool in the toolbox that can help you along this journey. So check that out and all the other resources that I have from this show over in the show notes at simperitswellness.com backslash 147. And remember, I hope this podcast wasn't another thing that just stresses you out, right? Like, I don't want this to be one more thing you have to do, but I think it's pretty awesome to find these things that can help bring you back into homeostasis without really having any other effect in the body. I mean, what better thing than that? So check it out. Do a little research of your own. Maybe re-listen to this podcast and please send me questions if you have them. Daptogens is not something that I'm new to. This is something I've been using for a while. I don't use a ton of them, but I have found great benefit from all of them. So let me know what you think. And also check out that blog post at simperitswellness.com backslash 147. Okay, that's it for today. If you do have additional hormonal problems, 
Don't forget to grab that five-day hormonal reset. You will not regret it. There is the lifestyle that goes along with the adaptogenic herbs. Put them together and you will see huge changes at the end of the week. Like, I promise you that. Weight loss is almost promised. So that if that's what you're looking for and you combine these things together, you can see some change. Plus, it helps you create, or my hope is that it helps you create healthy rhythms that you could sustain for life. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Simple Roots Radio. I'll be back next week with an interview from someone I've been looking forward to talking to about red light therapy and the power of that. We're going to learn more about that before we start the mindset series, which is coming up in just a few short weeks. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you head on over to the email list. You can get that at simplerootswellness.com. Just add your name and email list to get the insider scoop on the mindset series that's coming up, as well as a few discount codes that I've been giving by some of my favorite companies. And... If you love the show, don't forget to share it with your friends and family. That is the lifeblood of the show and how it grows is to tell other people. So take a screenshot, share it on social media. And if you have time, leave a rating and review. They literally mean the world to me. I read every single one and I can't thank you enough for being on this journey with me. Buckle up because we have a lot more in store and I will see you back here next week.